0: So I'm going to use my seven minutes really well here. Um, So when the Lord asks a question, it's quite rhetorical, right? So the Lord came to Cain and he said, where is your brother Abel? And he responded by saying, am I my brother's keeper? So this is what I want to focus on this morning. We just rolled our Torah scrolls. We went to Bereshit. In the beginnings, it's so tempting to get into that first verse, you know, Elohim created Barat, like created the heavens and the earth, and, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exercise a little self-discipline uh, because I, the, I felt like the Lord put in my heart um, the sense for this next season that the Lord's going to be expanding our hearts for loving one another in the community, what that looks like. So I felt like the Lord gave me three practical applications from John John. Um, whom we should highly respect because he is Yeshua's beloved who uh, has much to offer the body of Messiah. And So, um, track with me. So, when the Lord asks a question, it's rhetorical, right? So, Cain had this idea of hate that ended up in murder. Um, And then, when the Lord asked him the question, where's your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? So, who is my brother, who is my sister? Yeshua once also answered the same question, um, speaking of his, um, there's, there's two contexts that I want to bring in, the one in Matthew, where, you know, they were saying, um, your brothers and sisters and your mother are here, but Yeshua responded back by saying, he looking at his disciples, and he said, these are my brothers and sisters. So, From Yeshua's perspective, there seems to be this idea that those who follow him, who are his disciples, are his brothers and sisters. In Mark's account in the gospel, we notice that Yeshua says um, that those who do the will of the Father are my brothers and sisters. So welcome to the party. If you are born again and you love the Lord and you're following Yeshua and you have become uh, the adopted son of our heavenly father, we are brothers and sisters. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Point number one, we are brothers and sisters. Point number two, we're going to jump back into John, John's um, version here. It says, we know that we have passed from death to life, but because we love our brothers and sisters, the one who does not love remains in death. And those who have been born, born again and who are the adopted sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father have passed from what? From death to life. So if you are in Messiah, if you are in Yeshua, you are in the path of life. And it says right here, for those who do not love are still in death. What's he talking about? He's talking about this love that needs to be shown within the community, this love for brother, brothers and sisters in the community. And he gives us three practical applications has to how to grow our muscles for loving one another. There's plenty. It's a short uh, drush, and so I'm just going to give you the three points. Right there in verse 16, it says Yeshua, it has to be Yeshua-centered. Backing up a little bit. And you know that no murder, murderers has eternal life abiding in him. You have come to know love by Yeshua who laid down his life for us and was also ought to lay down our lives for, uh, for our brothers and sisters. So one of the ways that we can understand and, and, and know what love is by seeing Yeshua's path by which he laid down his life For us, Yeshua, who is the Logos, who is the Word, according to John, Yeshua, who was involved in creation from the very beginning, demonstrated laying down himself for us by actually putting on flesh, right? In the Godhead, in Genesis 1, Elohim, God, in plurality and and yet in unity, God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit was hovering over the earth, right? And Yeshua was personally involved in creating the world. This Yeshua, who was supreme over all, now put on flesh the highest level of humility and, and then even laid down his life for us upon a Roman execution stake. The highest level of love was demonstrated by Yeshua, who was the God who became man And died on the cross. And so um, John is saying, look at Yeshua's example of laying down one's life for another. And so I want to ask us the question of how do we, as a community, lay our lives down for one another? Once again, we can't do this on our own understanding, but we have to look at it from Yeshua's perspective. How does Yeshua want us to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters? Number two love is also very practical, right? Number one, point number one, as Sarah would encourage me to say, point number one, make love centered in Yeshua. Point number two, uh, love is practical, right? So right here it says, verse 17, but if someone has material possession and sees his brother in need, close his heart against him, and, and he closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? So if you see a need within the community, you see your brothers and sisters in need, but then your heart is closed towards them. You have a a level of contempt in some sense, in some degree towards that person. How is the love of God abiding in you? I think that's a challenge. I know this community is doing well in this area, but I feel like the Lord wants us to go to the next level. How do we allow the Lord to to help us grow in loving one another in practical ways. Number three, it says right here, it's love is also genuine, genuine. Children, verse 18, children, let us not love the word or talk, but in deed and in truth. So love has to be in word and in deed and in truth. We can speak it, we can position our hearts. We can allow the Lord to, to give us the compassion of Yeshua to love one another, the passion of Yeshua to love one another. But it is also in truth. Love has to be guided by God's law. It's not Love is not just an emotion that you just follow in your own understanding. It is guided by God's law. So truth. So love is Yeshua-centered, love is practical, and love is genuine. Shabbat shalom.